So today's daf is daf Lamed Aleph, and we begin from the Tatzil Akurash Misha'ena Akura, even though it says She'ena Akura. So this is really continuing on from where we left off last year. And the question the Gemara asks is, it, talk, it discuss, if you remember, we've mentioned whether, um, whether Kama can mitzarif with Akura to make that minim satai. But it says, but one second, why do I need it, even need it, Cyril? I have Kama, I have Akura. We know that, that we know that what? That Kama can, if, it's, if you remember the Kama, and you forget the bundles, the kama can all the bundles. Why do I need to have them together? And the other minute at this stage, the way Reb Chaim explains that this is again, we've seen this sugi before, but again, we're looking at the same thing from a different perspective this time. The other minute at this stage is you forgot the bundle before you forgot the kama. And therefore what? Therefore we're trying to say, ah, you see here that despite the fact you, that, that what? It says that, the, sorry, the fact that you forgot the kama after may, Despite that, we said the, the, that which is left on the field is still shikha. In other words, let's just say this clearly. Just I started over myself then. The other minute we remember the same question we've been coming over to a few times is if something has been matzil, uh, like kama is matzil akura. Okay. And then later on, you forget the kama. Do we say because it was saved at that one, one point in time, it's perpetually saved? Or do we say that no, once I forgot the thing that saved it, then it's all forgotten? Hey, that's been the question we've dealt with and we've sort of resolved it previously in our learning. But here we're sort of looking at that sugir again because it's relevant to this particular Mishnah. So we're revisiting it, um, or I should say re repeating it. So we see here the fact that it says that the, the Kama cannot mitzarif with the Akura, and the assumption is I forgot the Akura first and now I forgot the Kama, means that after I've eventually forgotten them both, it's all shikha, despite the fact that at one point in history, the Kama was saving the Akura. Okay, and therefore mashma what that now that I've finally forgotten everything, everything's shechad's too late. Like it's, not, it's like you can't say since it was saved at one point in its history, it's perpetually saved. It's clear that it's completely forgotten. Okay, so hada amar davashu. So we say hada. Um, so we say doesn't it mean to the davashu ra'uilatzel v'shachor harehu shechacha. The fact that the fact that the things that was matzel is forgotten now it's shechacha. So it says, Amar of Yonatan says, no, you don't, can't use that as a proof because we rejected this as a proof previously. Tiftar bekotzer shura umeamer shura. Meaning you cut the kama first and then you will bundle the other shura. So the kama was forgotten before the akura and therefore it, it was never being, never had the function of being matzil, meaning the, the bundle was never saved by anything in its history. So therefore that's why it's a question. Now, that, therefore the, the only way this can be saved now is what the Mishnah addresses is can they combine together to make that satay? Next. Now, this in the mission we saw, the Rabbi says actually two different minim, two different akura, um, uh, they can combine to make the time, But that's only when, if, uh, but, but that's only if we don't have reshut ani beemtsa. Meaning we don't have the assumption we make, the way we explain the Mishnah, is it was physically, say, leket in between that was dividing them. Because if Leket wasn't in between, then you say, yes, they can combine. It's not a problem with Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi was Cholak on the Tanakam. Tanakama says only like for like can combine, but not Akura and Sheino Akura, or what was it? Um, Shuman Batsalim, two different minim. So the Gemara says, Nishmen had. So, but the question is, it doesn't have to be physically, there's actually Leket sitting there, or it's Ra'ui, it's fitting that possibly there could be Leket in that location. Even if it's not there, that's enough. To, to say that um, that that they cannot mitzvah. 
So it's a Nishmina Mahada, I can explain the sign from here. It says, Kogon Tvuavakera. Now, this Kogon Tvuavakera, Rukhaim explains it. He says it's referring to some Abraita that talks about that when do we have Leket? So, so, when, when, so when do they not mix Tarif? For example, like a Keren and a Kama, um, that one beside the other. And this is a little difficult to understand this. He says it's a brighter heat. The Amar Barashot Anibe Ensa, Kate Gonchat Fua Bitsad Keren. Okay, but to Bashacho Kota Keren, Nofel Peret, Etzel Atvua. So that there's something dividing between the two. Pop has potentially something comes between the, the two of them. We say, Bekerem lo alatarhu, meaning a reader of Chaim, Bekerem enu nitsar imatvua. The harvest of Kerem of a vineyard and a field are two different times in, points in the calendar. If you need it to be the mamash in that location, you're not going to have to have a kerem that something's physically dividing between the two because they're two different times of the year. That's where Rukhaim explains it. Now, I found it a little bit difficult to understand, but the, um, the, the Pnei Moshe, the Rash, Cirelio, everyone seems to be, say this is actually referring to a breita. It doesn't seem to be the, pasha, the way that at least the Chazani Cheskel explains a breita. When it says Kugon, um, tvua and Kerem, it doesn't mean a Tvua next to a Kerem. It means like a Tvua or like a Kerem that has Matanot Yaniyim in it, has Peret that could fall and has Peret that could fall. The brighter continues, I'll just, I've got it, so, so the brighter, the Tosefta continues, I'll read it here. Um, What's Shalob Bata Rashut Ani Be'emtza? What does it mean when Rashani is not in the middle? That's Kugon Perot Ilan. That's when you've got uh, trees, like orchards, where you don't have parrot and you don't have leket. In other words, what it's saying is, he's saying, what does that mean? That only fits, what is that? If it's ra'ui to have leket and, uh, and parrot to being, that's So that's why the Gemara's continuation, where it says, lo alatarhu, um, it says, I'll read your, uh, the Gra who explains it this way. It says, does parrot fall immediately? No, it's possible that you could have had shikha before parrot fell in the middle. That's not, it, it, it's clear, right? So in other words, mashma what? In other words, whichever way, whichever avenue you come from, what's made by Rav Chaim or the other, the other Mepharshim, doesn't matter. The, the conclusion at the end is, it doesn't actually have to physically have parrot or physically lek it sitting in between to define the two contrabiosi. It's sufficient if it's ra'ui, if you like, there's a space there, or you're in a field like a kerem or a, or a, or a, um, so it's a, a vineyard or a field. Um, and that it's ra'ui, it's fitting for parative in between. So if there's a zone where it could have fit in, that's enough according to, um, to, uh, to, to Rebiosi, to, in that he would agree that the two cannot be mitzvah together. For example, an omer and a kama. Okay, that's probably the trickiest part of today's stuff. But let's continue. Let's go to the next mission. What if you have tvua produce that is not that is that is, that is really set for um, not feeding for human consumption for animal feed? Or aluma. Sometimes what they do is they cut some wheat and they take the stalks for the purpose of like binding other other ones together. Or shum. Or it was done there. It was it's being collected or harvested for used to tie together bundles of garlic. Now the point of this is this is not all these things will not be considered shechacha. Because the ktsircha, when the pasuk says ktsircha, it's talking about ktsircha for an adam, for achilat adam. Therefore, these other things are not for, are for human consumption, either for food consumption or for some sort of um, binding material. 
Okay, so therefore shikha wouldn't apply. Similarly, agudata shum v'abatzalim in lahem shikha explains is because he used to make small bundles to make and then collect them into bigger bundles. And we said before, if you forget this, it, it's only when you're taking something to gemar malacha that we say, if you forget it behind, it be shikha. But by these small bundles, since you're taking to make bigger bundles, and from there you're going to take them to make the piles, that intermediate stage is not taking to Gemara Malacha. So there, as we said previously, it wouldn't be Shechacha if you left the pile. Okay? Next. This is an interesting machloket. What about things that are usually buried in the ground, meaning they grow in the ground? For example, Kagon Luf and Ashum and Betzalim. So garlic, Luf is a type of species of onion or onions themselves. These all grow in the ground. Let's say you forget some in the ground, is that considered Shechacha? Rabbi Yehuda, so according to the, the Chachamim, Yes, it seems to be shikha. Rabbi Yudah says, Einlem So, but Rabbi Yudah says, Einlem shikha. The Chachamim says, Yesh lahem shikha. So we're going to understand the Machlok in the Gemara in a moment. So I'm it's interesting because, because then, the, then, then the, the, the poor people who ever take shikha, they have, need to bring tools to, to bring them up. Uh, interesting, yeah. Because we said with, we, we said with Peah, they couldn't bring tools. Okay. I mean, yeah. You can't, you, can't tell them, you can't tell them to come with a rucksack because they have to schlep the, 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 the payout already or whatever they need to schlep, the shikha. And, and now they have to schlep tools as well. And then, uh, anyway, yeah. yeah. No, no, before... It no, can't my, be, yeah, my, can't my, be shikha. How could there be shikha for something that's still on the ground? Well, that's that's a machloka. Chachamim says it can be shikha. It grows Look, in the ground. It's, it's the whole time no, in the ground. No, but we just established that that's only shikha once you've uh, once you're the, the stage of of gemar Ketzira. Ah, good. No, no. So, so it's we said it's shikha if you're meant to be taking that thing. So, so there's two different things. One is you're taking bundles to gemar malacha at that point, yeah. and there's also we said there's also concept shikha bakama. Shikha bakama is standing. You forgot to cut a whole section of your field. You just completely forgot it. That's shikha and kama. That was another form uh-huh. that we were discussing, uh-huh. and that was in the okay. previous meeting from the two combined. So that would uh-huh. be, I guess, more parallel to uh, the case of Shikha Bakama. So uh-huh. that's Machlokan anyway. Uh, we'll, we'll address this Machlokan in a moment about Shikha, if things that are grow in the, inside the ground. So Amr Abiyone says, In other words, when we said before, these, uh, the, if the wheat was um, there for or being harvested for, say, um, shakha for animal feed or for use for binding material, Rabiona says it doesn't have to be that that was your kavana when you planted it. Even if you planted it for human consumption, but when you're coming to harvest it, you change your mind for these other purposes that weren't for human consumption, we say that also it wouldn't, shikha wouldn't apply to those things. Because it's sircha, as we say in the Pasuk, it's based on the, the limit of what you're doing when you're harvesting it, not what your kavana was necessarily when you planted it. Okay, but now we, now we, now we turn to the third machlokut of tamam. Tamantanina, we learned in the Mishnah, if someone lights someone else's stack, he committed arson, he lights someone's fire, whole stack of wheat. We all bought Kalim and inside it, they were expensive Kalim inside that were also destroyed. Rabbi Yehuda's Cholek, he says, he has to pay for everything that was inside it as well. However, Chachamim says, no, it was Tamun, it was hidden. So, all you have to pay for the damage you caused is the volume of wheat. And the, person, the fact the person hit something inside that, that stack of wheat, you don't have to pay for that. So it seems to be what we're saying is Machli for Shikta Dei Yehuda. Taman, Reb Yehuda there says, what you, when it comes to this Nezek, we say that you pay for what's inside it, meaning that which is Tamun is significant. Um, however, Taman hu Amar Lerabot Tatamun, 
And here, suddenly he understands when it comes to Shekha, we're excluding Tamun. So how do we, and clearly it's going to be based on Pesukim, as we'll see. So how is it in one situation, he's Marabe, another case he's Mama'et, he's including something as Tamun, another case he's excluding something as Tamun, as in Shekha. So the Gemara answers very simply, it is that each, each case is treated differently, each have their own Pesukim, and the Dorsh, the, he is Dorsh the Pesukim in both cases differently. So it says as follows, Taman, it says, Menachal Gdish or Kakama. There, by the case of Nezek Ba'esh, it says, and it consume a stack of wheat, or Kama, or that which is standing. So it's a The fact that someone's Chayev, if it destroys his standing wheat, obviously it's going to also be Chayev if the fire destroys his cut stacks, stacks of wheat. So therefore, he says, Gdish, why are we mentioning a Gdish? He understands that to Merabe Larabota Tamun. The Torah didn't have to say Gdish. The superfluous inclusion of Gdish is to teach us not just the Gdish, but everything that's contained inside it as well. So that's why by Esh, by fire, damage by fire, Rabbi Uda says there we even, we even charge him to compensate the owner for that which was hidden inside it as well. However, in our case, it says Sadcha or according to the Gra, he learns of Ksircha. In any event, it says the implication of Ksircha, according to the Gra, is, is it means that which is Galui. Only things you forget which you're cutting that are Galui, that which is on the field, which is you can harvest. Pra, that would exclude that which is Tamun. So again, Rabbi Yud understands each Pasuk includes or excludes based on the way you understand the Pasukim. What about Chachafim? Machlef Rabbana. Taman by the, by, by Esh, by fire. We say what? Ta'enan. Amrin Tamun. We say there that what he only has to pay for sorry, Amrina. So we say that it excludes the Tamun. All you have to pay is for the fire. You don't have to pay for things that are hidden inside it. You have to pay for as if you assume the whole thing was like a big stack of wheat and that's it. The Chol, but here by Peah, he's including even those things you forgot that naturally grow in the ground, like onion. So again, same thing. Taman or Hakama or Hasadeh. It says in the Pasuk, we've got Mas, in other words, there by Esh. The pasuk is as follows: Interesting. It says masadcha begalui. We've got sadeh connected there, just as sadeh is galui. I've called the bashul galui, so he connects the fact kama and sadeh, not kama and gidish. Um, he says kama. He says the fact refers to sadeh means anything that is visible visible to the eye. So this, that, that he understands the chachamim understand that excludes damage that was done for things that were hidden that aren't normally, you know, meant to be inside such a stack. So Baram Hacha, by in our case, by Peya, it says Sadcha, it says Sadcha Bagaloi is Pratlatamun. Sircha is also Bagaloi, Pratlatamun. So it, we've got two Miutim in the Pasuk. We've got Sadcha and Sircha, both these are Miutim. And it says, And when you've got a Miut, a double Miut, a double negative is a positive. That's why he understands that Peah even includes those things that are hidden in the ground. Okay, next, next, next halakha. Hakotzer Balaylev, someone cuts during the night, or Vahasumer as well, and a blind person. We said Yeshlem Shicha, Shicha applies. And then we discussed this previously as well. You don't say, but the only reason why I forgot is because it was nighttime, and therefore it's forgetting by for, for, for another reason. Or a blind person, the reason why I forgot is because he has no, he lacks a vision. Why don't we say shichacha? Remember, we said if someone stands in front of it, forget it because someone's standing in front of it, it it's not shichacha. So, why here when it's nighttime, you might say the same thing. The only reason why I forgot is it, so you couldn't see. 
And the reason, the reason for difference is as follows. Reb Chaim says, The difference in the two cases, if someone's harvesting at nighttime, he knows he can't see what he's doing. So he's going to be, he's going to be checking at a much higher level of, uh, uh, um, be, or, I guess, be more particular as he's going along. So therefore, in other words, nighttime is not what's causing him to forget now because he understands it's nighttime. He's so going to be checking harder anyway. So nighttime is not a handicap. Same time with the summa, he realized he knows he can't see. So therefore, the fact that he didn't, he, he forgot a piece is not because of his lack of vision, because from the outset he knows he can't see. He's going to be more careful to check every bit of bit of the ground to collect anyway. That's why shikha doesn't apply. If someone is going through the field and he's he's picking the the, the, the well-formed stuff first, selectively. And then, but along the way, he forgets some of the gas. We say in the doesn't apply even to those gases, even to those fat ones. That is because since he's beginning going back anyway to get, eventually to get the rest of it, therefore shikha doesn't apply. It's not considered being choser to get the gas. So at all. If someone says, you know, I'm cutting now on the condition that well, I'm going to go back and do a second run and clean everything up, right? It's going to be shikha. We say in So we say yes, shikha still applies. You can't do such a thing. We'll explain why in the Gemara in a moment, but the answer is quite probably obvious to you. Let's continue. Correct. That's the answer of the Gemara. So Kenamatnita, Hakotzer Balayla, Vamir Balayla, and Suma, when it applies to a blind person, doesn't mean a Suma Balayla, means Suma Bain Bion Ben Balayla would also apply. Vimayimat Kaven, what's the case, Mir Kaven? He says, Amar Bion, a loss of Tavar Gassim, Elafilu Dakin. What's this referring to? So Amiwa says as follows. I read your Rebbe Even at the end of the day, when you come back and try and collect all the dakim, all the fine ones, even then we say So the second well, you again, this is what happened. You took all the fat ones, and then you came back later to clean all the, the fine the, the, the fine ones. We said the fact you forgot some of the fat ones behind. That's not a problem. So now you've come back to get all the fine ones and you still forgot a gas. What do we say now? We say, I mean, we say that it's still not shechacha. Why? Since it was your derech to take the gasim first. Now the fact you come back to get the dakim, the fine ones, you're not even conscious, you're not even looking out to, to, to pick the gasim. That's why he forgot it. So despite the fact we've been trying to prove the same before, that if something's saved by something else and you take away that something else, the thing that was saved now becomes shechacha. Here it's a completely different story because it's not like it was being saved. It's a different thing. In other words, it was never considered, in other words, it was never considered shechacha for the beginning because again, you were taking the gas and you forgot to cast behind. That's not a problem you forgot to gas behind because you, you, you haven't really finished that area anyway. You're going to be going back and cleaning up the dakim. But now that you go back and get the dakim and you still forgot one or two of the gasim, that's still not shechacha because it's not considered as if you engage now to get the, the gasim. You're not even focusing on the gasim. You're not forgetting the gasim because it wasn't in your frame of reference because you're so primarily focused on getting the dakim from this, uh, from the mixer, which is an interesting, um, and this wasn't even, not even brought into the discussion of whether, you know, it says kamam matzil and you, oh, okay. Now, what do we say with, with um, I said, if someone's kotzer almanat, but I can go back and get what I like, it's, it's still shikha. Why is she now? 
because as uh, Rabbi Sorrell said, that you're, you're making tnai against the Torah, but kolam anea mashakotov po Torah, snow batel. And anyone makes a condition against the Torah, the tnai is batel. That's it. Then we say, hadron alach beit shamai, hadron alach beit shamai, hadron alach beit shamai. Let's now begin the next paragraph. This is Perk Shvi. Kol zayt sheyesh lo shem Any olive tree that has a name in the field, meaning it's yadua b'shem. We'll see what that means in a moment. Meaning it's this this particular olive tree is distinct in a particular way that it's that it, they, they refer to it in a particular name. Okay, that this is such and such type of tree. We say, even if it's, it's a zayt, it's netufa b'shato. Now, according to Reb Chaim, what this means is, this is, a, this is a olive tree that when it's developing its olives, it's so, it's, it has so much oil in it, it begins to drip. So despite the fact it's only called netufa b'shato, when it's actually producing such beautiful olives and it's dripping, and the rest of the year appears like any other tree, that's still considered as if it's got a sham, it's still considered if it's amazing, and shikha wouldn't apply because the person doesn't forget such a thing. Okay, we'll explain why that's important, even though he may have momentarily forgot it. The opposite explanation is, is the um, is the rush really just important for you to understand because the rush says, What does it mean, bishato? Meaning it only isn't shikha bishato when it is, um, when it is um, exhibiting these, uh, this attribute of being the tufa, which is two very different explanations, but that will continue. It says, uh, so, so when what's considered a unique zayt that doesn't shikha, either bishmo in its name, we'll see what that means in a moment, but ma'asav in its the way it's it's a unique uh, behavior, if you like, or become even its location. So bishmo, what's considered bishmo, shayashofchani or baishani. So that is it's referred to by that name. So Shofchani, the Reb Chaim explains it here, either because it, produ- it produces a lot of oil, so it's like kilo shofech shemen haber, like pours out, and Baishani is because it either produces so much, um, it's mevayesh char it embarrasses the other ilanot if you like, it's, it's mevayesh otah, that's Baishani, because it's, um, because it's, uh, um, because it will see why it's Baishani in a moment when we see the Gemara, it's going to explain, but somehow, either because it just produces so much olives compared to the others. What's Bema'asav? If it doesn't have a particular name, that it produces a lot. This, in this case, it produces a lot of olives. What's considered unique by its location? We've mentioned this in the past. It's, it's located next to the press itself or by a breach in the fence. It says, any other azatim would apply normal rules, rules of shikha, which is shnaim shikha, shosha ino shikha. Two olive trees is shikha, three is not. So Rabiosi says, no, in shikha zaitim. Zaitim, shikha doesn't apply to zaitim at all. And the Gemara will explain exactly why that is, his opinion. Let's continue. So why is it we have this idea that suddenly if you've got a Zayt that's got a Shem, it's unique? Because it says, A bundle is, the Torah talks about bundles when it talks about Shekha. Because a bundle is something you can forget about forever and ever more. Okay, you can forget it and potentially you'll never ever remember it. So that's what a Shekha applies to. That's Yatza, that excludes the, that would exclude these things, like a special, unique olive tree, a special one you have in your field. And then even if you've forgotten now, you'll remember it in two days' time. Say, oh, my, my prized olive tree, I haven't, I haven't done it yet. And you'll go back to it. That's why Shechicha doesn't apply to it. Okay? As opposed to Omer, where you're not going to get that moment and go, oh, my, you know, wow, I forgot that one bundle. Like, it, it, it's, it's, this is the only thing that a perpetually one could potentially forget is something that Shechicha would apply. So Rabbi Yirmi Baya, Hayam Messiah Bedato, Kamishim these, these are all type of questions. What's Messiah Meaning, what if it's Messiah for him? What if it's special to that individual 
but object, but for everybody else, it's just a regular, regular, ordinary olive tree. Is that would that can still be considered mesuyam that shicha wouldn't apply? Next question. Well, there's, there's debate which of the which of these is questions or not, but let's phrase it all as questions. Rav Chaim, what a hayomed betzad dekel, betzel dekel. Sorry, had uh, had What if it's under the shade of a palm tree? Does that consider mesuyam makom? Before you said mesuyam makom was like next to a breach in a fence or next to a press. What if it's in the shade of a palm tree? Is that considered mesuyam? What if it was, there were two, two ones that were, if you like, Nutufa dripping? And are they the same? Can they be same one another? Now, it doesn't mean Nutufa, Nutufa, like Rabchaim says, if it was Mamash Nutufa, then that would be, that would be uh, already, like we said in a Mishnah, that a Nutufa on its own. But here it seems to be that it's um, not exactly, uh, not exactly that level, but they're still unique. Can one be considered the same come for the other? What's interesting here, Rosh Cerulio probably gives a simple explanation because Rosh Cerulio said, Natufa is only Beshato, only, only in its time is it considered not Shechacha. Means in the rest of the year it's not. But the question is now, granted that in, it's not in its time, but still it's a unique tree, the fact that one of these is planted next to the other one, is that considered Messiah Makom or not? Which is an interesting question. Like, in other words, each of them on their own is not considered special enough, but can there be Messiah Makom for the other one to save the other one? Which is an interesting question. So we say, um, what about What if the entire field as is full of olive trees that are on Nutufa? Now we said a Nutufa is considered unique and special. That's why Shikha doesn't apply to it. But what if the whole field's like that? And you forget a couple along the way. Do we say that's not Shikha or not? So Nishmin Mahad, we can learn as follows. We say Rebiosis is ain't Shikha la Zaytin. Rebiosis says Shikha doesn't apply to Zaytin. Now, why doesn't Shikha apply to Zaytin? I'm Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon ben Bar Yakim's understanding is we'll see another understanding later. He says, "Lo ma Reb Yossi el Brishna." That was only in the beginning. Shalom Yozetim Metzuim. Shabarni Arshavech Rivet Kol Aretz. That was only historically at a time where it was very hard to find olives, olive trees, because Adranios destroyed them all in Eretz Israel. And he said it doesn't apply to Zetim. Mashma what? Even if every single one happens to be special, Shicha doesn't apply. So, so therefore, what? How do we understand for our case? That means even if everyone in the field happens to mean Natufa, these special olive trees, also Shechacha doesn't apply. You can learn it by extension from position of Rabbi Yossi, or at least the way Rabbi Shimon Bar-Yaki explains Rabbi Yossi, that his opinion that Shechacha doesn't apply to Zaytim was only at that point in history where it was very hard to find Zaytim in Israel. But apparently, according to he says the Rabbi Yossi would agree that nowadays that olive trees are on every roundabout in Eretz Israel, Shechah would apply. Okay, let's continue. Shufkani, notef shemen. What's Shufkani? That means dripping shemen. Batina natufa. So the problem was in our Mishnah, and I sort of started on the Mishnah because of this, it says we've got natufa, we've got Shufkani, and we've got produces a lot. What's Shufkani? So initially we said it would drips a lot of shemen. But one second, that Shufkani can't be that because Batina natufa. Ella shaya No, it actually produces a lot of oil. But we've seen one. We've seen another case. It says that it produces a lot of oil. So here the, we have to be a little bit careful here because it sounds like I'm repeating myself. Um, uh, it says, what's the what's In the 
In other words, what's Shufchani according to the conclusion? Shufchani is a producer's lot of oil. What's the case of Bema'asav? Bema'asav means it actually not produces a lot of oil, it produces a lot of olives, full stop. It can be regular, all, you know, uh, um, uh, let's, what is oil to olive um, ratio, but it still produces a lot of it. Okay. So, Shem and drips a lot of oil even when it's growing, and Masav produces many olives. Okay. What's Baishani? It did by the name Baishani Mamash. There's a different explanation. What's Baishani? One is it's according to the Pnei Moshe, it means it's from the place called Baishan. According to Marful, that means it's it's um, what is it? It's it's dry, like it's a, it, so it produces a lot of oil. And others say that it by And it says uh, others say that it actually embarrasses the other ones. So relative to the other ones, it produces a lot of olives or oil. Now, what's interesting here is. The Reb Chaim comes up, he, when he says Baishani, meaning Malashon Busha, meaning Itabai, he says, the Itabai Lamema, the Al Zeilan Kayach Mevuyash, that it actually produces some par amount of oil. So what's interesting, Bashmuin and the Chirush then means that the Im Yesh Lo Shem Legriuta, if we've not, we've been to the now talking about when is an Ashikha, if you're talking about this, you know, exemplary, unbelievable olive tree. That's unique. That's what remains, reminds us. But according to the one way of understanding Baishani, according to Reb Chaim, is when he says Baishani Mamash, it might be that it's recognized because it's really bad. It's the opposite. Because it's unique, because it's Tzabpa, that also might be a reason perhaps to say it's not Shechacha, because I remember, oh, I forgot to get the Miskan one. Okay? That's the question. So Adi um, it says, now, now, now the question is, the, the Gemara asks here is, what does it mean Masa, that it produces more? How much more is considered more? So the, the Mara says, Adi Avid Arba Kifsin, as in like Kaful. It, it had to produce four times the others to be considered, um, considered unique, not just a little bit more than others. Mamash has to be four times. Why Ki Adi Like we learned by the Omarim. Call Omeri Sadeh Shel Kav Kav. Vechad Shel Arba Kavin. Let's say all the Omarim are one Kav. And you happen to forget one that's four. O Shechacho. That would be, then we say that's not Shechacho. So the Gemara tries to derive from that. Even though in that case we said we view it as if it's split up into four like Beit Shammai. But it, nonetheless, with Gemara says, maybe we can learn from that case that it's only if it's four times. Or perhaps, this is Rabchaim inserts the or here, maybe maybe it's just enough. It doesn't have to be four times. Maybe it's enough that it should produce double or even 50% more. The fact that that makes an impression on you and you remember it, that's reason enough to say should be shifted. Okay. Now the Gemara asks, Adi Avid does it have to be a, a, a tree that every year is your, 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 your consistent stayer, right? It's a, the, the, your, always the, uh, the MVP in the field. Like it, it always produces more. Is that, is that, is that make it the, um, the, um, so he says, no, meaning it doesn't have to be every year amazing, but the fact that most years it seems to be the, the best performer in the field, um, that's enough, that, that could be enough to make it considered, uh, make an impression on you to say that there wouldn't be shechacha. Okay, let's continue. So we start to say that maybe Why Now, what's this got to do? What's Hefker Anim Hefker got to do with anything? So I'll show you here. So we say here, uh, this, this is the Beit Shammai Umrim Hefker Anim Hefker. Read the Rav Chaim. It says, He's asking on the Sefer. The Sefer, the end of the Mishnah says, and Omer, a bundle of wheat, we said, that's close to a fence, 
This is the mission we learned a while ago. That's not shechacha if you place it next to a fence. And Beit Hillel says it is. Ubeid Hillel omrim eno shechacha, whereas Beit Shammai says it is. And it seems to be here, if we're saying an olive tree that's next to a, the gut is not shechacha, that seems to be like Beit Shammai. And if you remember, we answered this before. We says, no, it's Divra'a kol. He tama devar shalush betzad devar mechubar, bram hacha devar mechubar mechubar. In other words, no. That case, when it was a debate whether you forgot an Omer next to a fence, whether it's shechacha or not, that's because that's something that's movable. That's where Beth Hillel disagrees. It's Nayid, if you remember, we explained it. Whereas here, everyone agrees if it's, a, it's a, a, an olive tree next to a fence, since it's, it's like Kavua, that's something that even Beth Hillel says everyone would agree that, oh, I forgot the one by the fence. But a bundle that is, moves around, no, that's not good enough. Next, Rabbi Yossi Omer. We have to go a bit longer again. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Now, why is Enshichel Zaytim? We've already bought the opinion of Rabbi Shimon Ben Yakim before. And that was law, Rabbi Shimon Yaakim Bereshon, that was only the beginning, Shalai Yodzaitim between Bere, they couldn't find Zaytim. Shabbat Adranios, Harasha, Adranios, Harasha came of the Echrid Polaris and destroyed all the trees. Avalachshav, now that we've got lots of, lots of Zaytim in Eretz Israel, no, even Rabbi Yossi agrees Shicha would apply to regular Zaytim. However, Amar Rav Yossi, this is the Rabbi Yossi, the Amora, he says, Lo Chayavad, uh, says, no. Uh, um, uh, once again, says Lo Chayav Adam Shicha Lezaitim El Rabbi Kiva Do Darash Acharecha Acharecha. So what does this mean? He says is that no, the uh, as in Rabbi Yossi in our Mishnah is Memayet Shicha from from uh, from Zaitim Bichlal. It wasn't a historical context uh, argument where he says only in this time in history when it was so special because I don't know it's destroyed and that's when Shicha applies. No. It's completely excluded. Zaytim, like Shekha doesn't apply to Zaytim Bichlal. So read Rabbi Chaim. We also Paliga, as in Rabbi Yossi, Paliga, Rabbi Shimon. But Sverle, the Rabbi Yossi of the Mishnah, Sverle, in Shekha, Zaytim Kolikar. Why? Mishum, the Shekha, Loktiv. Shekha is only mentioned when Bezraim will be Ilanot. Sorry, sorry. Veloba Ilanot, but not in trees. Velochayev Adam, Shekha, Zaytim. So therefore, it doesn't apply to trees at all. And the whole Gzera Shabbat that connects trees to grain, that's only to teach you Peya, but not to teach you Shechacha. So therefore, you've got nothing to teach us Shechacha by trees. So we say, if that's the case, it ain't Shechacha, you don't have Shechacha by Gfanim either, not just Zaytim, but you also don't, wouldn't have it by, because, because you know, vines are trees as well, and the um because that'd be like a reversi, because he's not Dorish Acharecha, connects trees to grain for Shechacha. In other words, again, it only connects us to grain for Peah, but not for Shechacha. So it's a massive nafgamina, meaning whether, whether again, historically only for a short period of time was, 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 um, was Zaytim excluded from, from Shechacha because of their importance. But when they weren't so important anymore, it became, like, it became normal. Or whether Mamash, they're, they're not, they were never in the parasha. Zaytim, a complete other parasha. That's Machlok in Shedra Biosi and Mishnah. So we say, hey, Tivun, So the question of the Gemara is as follows. He says as follows. Also by Omarim, it doesn't say Acharecha. Where does it say Acharecha? In other words, we said, to teach us what? At least payah, at least payah by trees. But you never see the word acharecha mentioned at all. Where's this Xer Sheva Acharecha? Where is Acharecha mentioned by Omar? It says, no, Mikavan Lotashuv Lekachto. You cannot go back to retrieve it. 
כמי שכתיב אחריך. ושב הכהן או בא הכהן, sometimes the word doesn't have to be exactly the same, sometimes just the, um, the expression has to be similar enough that you can learn Doresh one from the other. So now we ask finally, just to finish off the, the, today's daf, Rabbi Yone Baya, ha'hen zayt natufa, huil behu musuyam al dati de Rabbi Yossi, afilu hitchil ba, kemi shelo hitchil ba. Now this is a fascinating question. We have to really read Chaim inside because it's, it's such a loaded question because um, there's a lot of, lots of moving parts in it. So Rabbi Chaim says as follows. Okay, now if you remember, Rabbi Yossi treated Zaytim really, in general, more special according to the first explanation, according to, um, who was it? According to uh, Rabbi Shimon, like only historically. But what about a Zayt Netufa Rabbi Yossi? If you've already started taking Zaytim from it, and Shechachat Ashar is a Shechacha, what's even the question? The Tanakama, the Rabbi Yossi Tanin, and we Rabbi Tanakama says the Mishnah Bezayin Netufa. With according to the Tanakama, who says Bezayin Netufa, if you've started it already, then it got Shichacha. Why the time of the Mishnah Bezayin Netufa, the Lav Shichacha, I know Shemishu Shatim Lozorcha, because you're going to remember. In other words, let's piece it together. By the Tanakama, Bezayin Netufa is only not Shichacha if you've never touched it before. But if you start a picking from and then forget it, then the rest of it's shechacha. Because again, the idea is, because it's so special, you go back and get it. But once you've already, already remembered to go back and get it, and you've started on it, forget it, and the rest of it's shechacha. Maybe we can learn from that shit of Rabbi Yossi. Why? This further, the kol zayi chashivay. That every zayi according to Rabbi Yossi is chashiv. Ve'enam shechacha. Shimit hifbo also. So therefore, according to Rabbi Yossi, if every zayi is chashiv, if you have started picking it, then shechacha does apply. Again, this only makes sense according to the first opinion of Shimon ben Yakim that held that what? Shicha does apply to Zaytim. It's just because it was special historically at one point in time. So therefore, what? So therefore, importantly, that means even for regular Zaytim Kibriyosi, if you've started it, Shicha would apply. That you can, in other words, you can learn from the Chachamim Trabiyosi. Now we ask, Rabiyosi, what about a special Zayt according to Rabiyosi? If all Zaytim are special and you say and you begin to, and you start picking from it, then, doesn't, then we say Shekha begins to apply. What about if we've got a Zayt plus, a Zayt Netufa? Um, we say Hitilba is a Kemishiloit Hilba. Do we say that because so, it's like super special, not just special, then Shekha would apply? Or maybe Briossi holds there's no difference between a Zayt Netufa and, and any other Zayt. Shekha doesn't apply to any of them. And in Nafkin, a Ben Netufa, Tufa. And importantly, said, Reb Chaim says, I'm not going to read the rest of it. That's a Libid Rebbe, um, uh, that's a Libid Rebbe Shimon Ben Yakim that would have had the question. So that's a baye. So I'll just summarize outside and then we'll end because you've got to go to your share now. In other words, we know by Chachamim, the Zayt Netufa, we say that Zayt Netufa, if you get a whole Zayt, Shekha doesn't apply. It's a special one. If you start picking from it, then it loses. Then we say that Shekha will now apply to get the rest of it. Fine. We know by, therefore, we can learn from that principle to Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi says all Zaytim that are considered special, let's say in that point in history, all Spatium, you can learn the same thing. If you started picking one, you forgot it, then Shechacha would apply. The question is, what about a Zayn Tufar Kuntrabiosi? Since it's super special, not just special, it's super special, do we say now that even if you start picking it, Shechacha wouldn't apply? Or do we say it's like any other Zayn? For him, since, since regular Zaytim is special, there's no difference between this regular Zaytim and a Netufar, that, um, that once you start, you start picking from it, it's just like a Netufar for Chachamim, that as soon as you start picking from something special, then Shikha can apply the remainder. Okay? So, wow. It's a shame we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>